Welcome to the You're Not Alone podcast show. This is your host, Danny Hampton, coming to you with another uplifting message of hope and inspiration. Boy, I hope that you're doing good because your boy's doing well. Let me tell you something, family. I'm pumped up. I'm excited. Let me tell you something. This is a day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Let me tell you, I want to let you know this trouble don't last always. I want you to stay encouraged. I want you to be uplifted because guess what? God is in control. He can do all things and everything. Did you hear that? God is in full control. I'm back in the series, part three, You're More Than Enough with God. We're going to be in the book of Genesis. We're going to be in chapter 31. We're going to be looking at Jacob because guess what? Right now, I want you to know you might feel like God has forgotten you, but God is a faithful God. He keeps his promises. Did you hear that? God keeps his promises all day long. Good morning, Lynn. Thanks for joining. I want to tell you that God is a faithful God. He's a wonderful God. He's a magnificent God. He can do it all. Let me tell you something. Hang in there. Fight the good fight of faith because guess what? That's what it's all about. Uh, like I said, for this brief moment in, in, in the podcast family, I'm not going to be mentioning the places where the podcast show has been heard because guess what? This gospel goes into places, guess what? Where the word is not being allowed. But guess what? But that's all right. But I want to let you know that God is good. Thank you, uh, Watermelon. Thank I, see, I see your name. Amen. I pr thank you for your word of encouragement. We're going to be talking about, guess what? You're more than enough for God. Part three, we're going to be looking at Jacob because it's time for him to go back home. But guess what? God shows him something in a dream. God shows him that he's more than enough for God. Even though Laban, his father-in-law, has been tricking him, doing all kind of things to him. But God is going to show him that, guess what? I got you. And for this person right now who feel that God doesn't have them, God got you. Understand this. God has all power. He has all authority. He has all dunamis to do whatever he needs to do. Let me tell you something. Trust in the name of Jesus Christ because it's a strong child. I know right now we got all kind of chaos going on in the world. We got wars here, there, wars there. But guess what? God is still sitting on the throne. He's in control of everything. And we're going to pray for peace. We're going to ask God to bless, hey, the places of war. We're going to ask God to, to set, protect the children because guess what? We got chaos everywhere. We got chaos. If you live in Chicago, there's chaos. If you live in Florida, there's chaos. If you live in Sweden, there's chaos. There's chaos everywhere. But guess what? God is on the throne. Guess what? And grace abounds. That's what we believe in. And so let's open up in prayer. Oh, precious Father, in the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ, we just thank you for the day. We give glory and honor due to your holy name. I ask you to bless your children all around the world, Father, in this season as we cry out for the persecuted church, Father. We ask you to uh, bless them, Father. And you know we're asking, Father, that you would bring high-ranking persecutors, just like you did Saul and made them Paul, that you open the floodgates for your word of God to be preached in all the darkest places of the world. Father, I ask you to go inside the hospitals right now and touch people, Father, inside prison walls. Father, because there's a Joseph right there inside that prison waiting to come out, Father. I'm asking you, Father, to go into the schools, open the children's mind to receive what the teachers have, Father. I pray for every parent, Father, who has a financial need right now, Father, who don't know how they're going to feed their children, how they're going to pay rent, pay mortgage, pay a cardinal, pay a gas bill, a light bill, Father. Provide for them, Father, because you can do it, Father. Everything belongs to you, Father. You said a thousand cattle on the hill belong to you, Father. I cry to you, Father, for everybody, Father. 
that need you, Father. Get your name known like you did when you brought the children of Israel out of Egypt, Father. Your name was known. Rahab talked about you 40 years after you brought the children of Israel out of Egypt, Father. Get your name known right now in the world. We pray, Father, where there's wars, rumors of wars, Father, that you take all that and you turn it around for the glory of God. In Jesus Christ's name, we pray, amen. Let me tell you something, family. Stay encouraged. I'm pumped up. Let me tell you, as being a pastor of Christ Redeemed Church in the city of Chicago, uh, trying to start a church from scratch, guess what? It's all about God. It has nothing to do with me. It's about God's plan, God's will, and what God wants to accomplish. Let me tell you something. You're going to always run to kind of always going to run to some adversities, but you got to know that God will bring you through because guess what? This is God's church. This is God's word. This is God's world. And guess what? Jesus prayed to the Father. He said, Help them, Father. He said, keep them from the evil one. Did you know that Jesus prayed for you? He said, he prayed for those who believe on the words that the apostles would speak out and send around the world. Do you know that Jesus was praying for you on earth even before you came to the earth? I'm talking about Jesus Christ of Naps. I like to be precise. I'm talking about Jesus who went before the Sanhedrin, who went before Pontius Pilate, who went before Herod, who they hung up on the tree. That's who I'm talking about. Who took these disciples, and he taught them. He spent time with them. Could you imagine God coming from heaven to spend time with you? But you ain't got to wonder about that. Do you know why? Because when Jesus left, he prayed to the Father. He asked the Father to send the Holy Spirit to everyone. So guess what? You have God inside you. You don't have to, you don't have to worry about that. He's right inside of you. Boy, to equip you, understand this. If you go into the New Testament, and you start reading about the Holy Spirit, you find out the Holy, Holy Spirit's role and function. He's a person. Guess what? He's here to help you, lead you. And guess what? He's here to reprove the whole world, to let the world know that Jesus Christ was real. That's who the Holy Spirit is. And you have him inside of you. Jesus said, I'm not going to leave you as orphans. I'm going to send a comforter just like me. In the Greek, that's what that means. The Holy Spirit is just like Christ, but he's invisible, but he dwells inside of you. Boy, that should make your bones melt. That should make you should be excited. But like I said, we're going to be in Genesis chapter 31. We're going to be looking at this thing. We're going to see how God is going to show up in my brother's Jacob's life. He's going to show up. Boy, he's going to let him know, hey, it's all right. Jacob's going to explain to Laban what happened. We're going to be in Genesis 31. He's going to say, hey, what you think that I've done, I ain't ripped you off. It was God. Did you hear that? It was God who showed me what to do. Understand this. Prayer is the most effective weapon on the face of the earth. If you have a problem, you need to be praying. You need to be talking to God. Say, God, would you please come into my world? Invade my world. Help me. Show me what to do. Because guess what? When you when you invite God in, guess what he does? He comes in and he takes over and he begins to give you comfort. That's what Jesus says. And it says in Matthew, it says, take my yoke because it's light. Like I said, we're going to be in Genesis 31. We're going to be looking at it's time, for, it's time for Jacob to go home. And guess what? When it's time for him to go home, it's going to be like chaos. Always going to be chaos. Understand this. As believers, understand this. Because you at war. The enemy hates you because guess why? Because you love God. Guess what? See, he knows where his end is. He knows that you're going to be with the Father in eternity. Check it out. Verse 1. Now Jacob heard the word of the Lord. Laban saying, Jacob has taken away all that was our father. And from what was our father, he has acquired all this wealth. You are more than enough for God. Did you hear it? Now, because if you read Genesis chapter 30, you're going to find out that 
Laban sets, uh, he tells Jacob, hey, what's your wages going to be? Jacob tell him. And so now everybody thinking that Jacob is a thief because guess what? He has more. And it's not because he done anything trickery. It's because God showed him in a dream. Understand this. God has the ability to give you and me thoughts and ideas on how to prosper. And so God had gave him, told him what he needed to do to be successful. That's what the word of God is for. The Bible says in the book of Joshua, it says, meditate in the word day and night, then you should have good success. Check it. I want you to see. Here we go. And Jacob saw the continent of the Laban indeed was not favorable towards him as before. Now, his children tried to come out and say, hey, Jacob was a thief. Now, Laban, he feeling funny about it because he don't understand. But guess what? If God is for you, you're more than enough for God. I want you to know that right now. I don't care what they're saying about you on a job. I don't care what the family members saying, what the friends saying. You got to know that God got you. I want you to see it. Here we go. Then the Lord said to Jacob, return to the land of your father and to your family, and I will be with you. Did you hear that? It was God. Understand this. God is in full control. Did you hear what he told him? He said, hey, it's time for you to come back. It's time for you to go back home. Let's look at it again. Verse 3. Then the Lord said to Jacob, return to the land of your fathers and to your family, and I will be with you. So Jacob sent and called Rachel and Leah to the field to his flock and said to them, I see your father conscious that it is not favorable towards me as before, but the God of my father has been with me, and you know that with all my might I have served your father, and yet your father has deceived me and changed my wages ten times. Did you hear? He said that Laban changed his wages ten times, tried to trick him, but guess what? They, I know they're working against you. Don't worry about that. Remember this. Whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind is on God's heart and mind as well. Guess what? God got you. Hang in there. Fight the good fight of faith because God got you. Won't you see it? It says this. He said 10 times, but God did not allow him to hurt me. Did you hear it? said, even though he was lying to me, he was deceiving me, God wouldn't let him physically hurt me. But let me tell you something. Sometimes it can appear that you're a felon. Sometimes it can seem like things are not going your way. Did you hear it? But that's a lie from the pit of hell because guess what? In a twinkling of an eye, God going to turn all that around for Jacob just as he's going to turn around for you and me. Did you hear that? Because that's what he did. Like I said, I want you to see that it was God himself. You're more than enough of God. Because guess what? I, I want you to know, if you go back into Genesis, you're going to find out that when Jacob left home, all he had was a staff in his hand. All he had was a stick. He's getting ready to go back home. But he's going back with abundance because God is a promise keeper. God is faithful. Did you hear that? He's faithful. Check it out. So it says, so God has taken away the livestock of your father and has given them to me. Did you hear? This is a foretaste of what's going to happen to the children of Israel in Egypt. When they come out, they're going to come out. They're going to come out with abundance. They might have went in. But by the time they leave, God is going to recompensate them for their hardship. Did you hit? God will recompensate you and me for our hardship. Did you hit? God will recompensate you and me for our hardship. Check it out. I want you to see it. Verse 10. And it happened at the time when the flocks conceived that I lifted up my eyes and saw in a dream. And behold, the rams which leaped upon the flock were streaked and speckled and gray and spotted. Did you hit? God showed them in a dream. God showed him in a dream what he had to do. Understand this. 
God has the ability to take your world and turn around. Understand this. You are more than enough with God. Don't let no one ever tell you that you are not. Don't believe that you are less than. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Understand this. God can take you and use you. Do you know what God is looking for? He's looking for one person who will believe in him, who would trust him, and he would take them and use them to upshake the world. Did you hear that? God will use you where you at. Let me tell you something. This podcast show started August 2020, one person. And it started because of the death of my oldest son, Daniel, who passed away in my arms. Do you understand? God can take tragedy and turn it around and use it for the glory. Guess what? This podcast show is heard in over 50 different countries. Did you hear that? And that's God multiplying the family. Guess what? I got family everywhere. I consider you family because I love you and I'm praying for you. I'm asking God to bless you. Did you hear that? I consider you all family. I want you to know that you're family to me. Check it out. Through adversity, God can take your situation. As you can see, Laban had lied to him 10 times. Did you hear it? Lied to him 10 times, but God took it. And God remembered. And God showed him in a dream. And so I want you to see, verse 11, I want you to see how God operates, how God does it. This is how God does it. Here we go. It says this. Then the angel of God spoke to me in a dream, saying, Jacob. And as I said, here I am. Jim. Heard the voice. Jim. And he said, lift your eyes now and see all the rams which leap on the flock are streaked and speckled, gray and spotted. For I have seen all that Laban is doing to you. So guess what? Right now. You don't think God see what they're doing to you on a job? You don't think God don't see what they're doing to you on a school? You think God don't see what your family's saying about you? You think God don't see what your friends are saying about you? God sees it. God sees you being mistreated. You're more than enough with God. Did you hear? Because all the time that Laban had tricked him, 10 times changed his wages, just hoodwinking him, God said enough is enough. And guess what? Today, God said enough is enough. Did you hear that? You're more than enough with God. I want you to see that you're more than enough with God. Let me tell you something. When I first started this podcast show, I was just only doing the audio. Check it out. I'm talking about Apple, Spotify, Google Transistor. Transistor FM, my host station. Send it out all over, right? Then God started using Facebook. God started using Instagram. God started using LinkedIn. Did you hear? God started using YouTube. Do you understand it? This is God's work. This ain't Danny's work. I live for God every day. I get up with the hopes to encourage somebody to fight the good fight of faith, to hang in there. Guess what? I want you to know I, I, I would never preach a lot to you. There's going to be times in your life where you're going to have to depend upon God. There's going to be times you're going to seem like God is not there, but you got to know how to worship God in the midst of everything and all your hurt and pain. You got to know that God can do it. You got to know, hey, that that situation can turn. It can turn around. I'm a living witness. I got testimonies after testimonies. I've been in places and seen the power of God. When I was on a mission trip in Ecuador, I seen God move so dramatically in Quito and Quartipia. Seen God. When I was stationed in Japan, God came and got me, had me baptized. I didn't see God move all around the world. Did you? He can move wherever you at. Do you, you understand what I'm saying? Let me tell you something. God can show up in the least place that you can that you can expect. 
downtown Republic. God said, hey, uh -uh, you're not going to live like that. I got something for you. Let me tell you something. God has people everywhere in the world. I know for a fact because I've been there and I've seen it. I've seen the glory of God. Hallelujah. Check it out. Won't you see it? God can change your life. Don't you give up on yourself. You fight the good fight of faith because God can do it. Let me tell you something. Boy, I'm so excited about playing this church in the city of Chicago on the southeast side. Boy, I know God going to show up. Boy, when he show up, boy, come floodgates. Floodgates are open. It's already doing it. God doing it right now. Let me tell you something. Little bit by little bit. Understand this. Little bit by little bit. God is showing up. And I want you to see it. I am the God of Bethel, where you anointed the pillar, and where you made a vow to me. Now rise, get out of this land, and return to the land of your family. Let me tell you something. God remembered Jacob's word. Let me tell you something. In Genesis chapter 29, I wasn't going to go here, but I'm going to flip back. So I want you to understand that what I, what I just read in verse 13, check it out. I'm going to go back to verse 11. I'm going to read verse 11 to 13. Then the angel of God spoke to me in a dream, saying, Jacob, and I said, here I am. And he said, lift your eyes now and see all the rams which leap on the flock are streaked and speckled and gray and spotted. For I have seen all that Laban has, is doing to you. I am the God of Bethel, where you anointed the pillar and where you made a vow to me. Now rise and go out of this land and return to the land of your family. God said, hey, time for you to go back home. Understand this. God showed up for this boy. Let me tell you something. In Genesis, we're going to see what happened when Jacob was on the run, right? Because his brother was going to kill him, right? So what happened was he was scared. So that night, he talked to God. Did you hear he talked to God and he asked God something very simple. He said, God, would you be with me? Would you go with me all the way? And guess what? And God was with him and God reminded him, guess what? It's time. It's time for you to go back home. And when God is ready to do something, this is for the person right now, you know, you think that you done went so far that, you know, hey, God, thank God love you. God loves you so much. He sent his son. His son already died, but he already went to the cross. He rose again on the third day. You got just as much right to God than anybody else. Guess what? Ain't no perfect person on earth. Don't think it is. We all struggle. We all got things going on. Did you hear that? We all struggle. Now, let's go to Genesis chapter 28. I'm going to see you. I'm going to show you the vow that, that Jacob made to God. Now, Jacob went out from Beersheba and went towards Haran. So he came to a certain place and stayed there all night. This is Genesis chapter 28, verse 10 and 11. And he took one of the stones of the place and put it on his head. And he laid down in the place and slept. Then he dreamed and behold, a ladder was set up on the earth and its top reached to the heaven. And there the angel of God was ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham, of your father, did you hear that? and the God of Isaac, and the land of which you lie. I will give it to you and your descendants. Did you hear that? The same promise God made to Abraham and Isaac, he's making to Jacob. He's letting Jacob know, hey, 
I got you. Check it out. That's what God tells him. I'm giving it to you and your descendants. All he got is a staff. He's laying his head on the stone, but God said, hey, everything that you see, I'm going to give to you. Also, your descendants should be as the dust of the earth. You should spread abroad to the west and to the east, to the north and to the south. And in you and in your sea, all the families of the earth should be blessed. The same promise that God made to Abraham, he's making it to Jacob and Isaac. He's making the same promise to Jacob, what he told them, what he would do. Did you hear that? Say all the families of the earth will be blessed. Understand this. When God is speaking to Jacob right now, he doesn't have a wife. He doesn't have children. God is speaking impossibilities because God brings impossibilities to possibilities. Did you hear that? He brings impossibilities to possibilities. I want you to know. I want you to see it. Check it out. Also, your descendants should be as the dust of the earth. You should spread abroad to the west and the east, to the north and the south, and in you and in your seas, all the families of the earth should be blessed. Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go. You're more than enough for God. Did you hear what God promised Jacob? Wherever you go, I'm going to go with you. That meant that every adversity that Jacob had, everything that he went through, that God was with him when he said that Laban had changed his wages 10 times, God was right there keeping account. That's who keeps account. Did you hear? I want you to know God keeps account of what's going on in your life. God has enough power to vindicate you and me. You are more than enough for God. Understand this. Whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind is on God's heart and mind as well. God is concerned right here. This is in Genesis chapter 28. We in chapter 31 and God is telling him the time for him to go back. Because guess what? God reminded him of what he said in Genesis chapter 28. Now check it out. I want you to see it. Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go. And I will bring you back to the land. For I will not leave you until I have done what I have said, what I have spoken to you. Did you hear that? God is faithful. He's a promise keeper. He keeps his word. All he has is a staff. He laying his head on a stone. Now check it out. Here's the vow. Here's the promise that Jacob is going to make to God. Hallelujah. But I want you to be pumped up with me because I'm fired up. Check it out. Here we go. Then Jacob, verse 16, Genesis chapter 28. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place. And I did not know it. And he was afraid and said, How awesome is the place. This is none other than the house of God. And this is the gates of heaven. Did you hear? God spoke to him. God speaks to him in 31. Genesis chapter 20, God he's, God shows him in a dream. God tell him what he's going to do. He's going to be with him all the way. Check it out. Then Jacob rose early in the morning and took the stone that he had put his head and set it up as a pillar and poured all on top of it. And he called the place Bethel. But the name of the city had been lost previously. Did you hear? Now check it out. Here's the vow. Then Jacob made a vow. I want you to know God got you. Here we go. Then Jacob made a vow saying, if God will be with me and keep me in my this way, I'm going and give me bread to eat and clothing to put on so that I come back to my father's house in peace. Then the Lord should be my God. Did you hear? In Genesis chapter 28, understand as time has passed, 21 years has passed by and God remembered it's time for him to go back. Hallelujah. Did you hear? God knows it's time. God is going to keep his word. And he said this to God. And this stone which I have set as a pillar should be God's house. 
and all that you give me, I will surely give a tenth to you. Did you hear? He said, God, whatever you give me, I'm going to give it back to you a tenth. Did you hear? He was going to tithe God. This is before the law. Understand this. Tithing has been always been around. He said, God, if you bless me, I'm going to bless you. Did you hear that? You got to understand God can bless you. God can take that situation, turn around. Now, God tell it's time to go back home. It's time for you to go back home, too. You're more than enough with God. Now, check it out. As I said, we're back in Genesis chapter 31. Let's look at verse 10. I'm going to show you from Genesis chapter 22. Genesis chapter 31. I am the God of Bethel, where you anointed the pillar, and where you made a vow to me. Now, rise, get out of this plant, and return to the land of your family. That's it. That's all. God said, it's time for you to go home. Enough is enough. Understand this. When God gets tired, boy, you, you, ought, you ought to be excited with me. When God gets tired, boy, he got ways to recompensate you. Now, he's getting ready to go. Now, check it out. Then Rachel and Leah answered and said to him, is there still any portion of inheritance for us in our father's house? Are we not considered strangers by him? For he has sold us and also completely consumed our money. He did not just rob Jake. He robbed his two daughters too. And so for all these riches, which God had taken from our father are really ours and our children's. Now then whatever God has said to you, do it. His wife was in agreement with him. I got to stop right here. I got to get up on my idea. Let me tell you something. You're more than enough with God. Did you hear? There was an agreement. His wife's agreement. Hey, God blessed us. Let's get up on out here. Let me tell you something. You're more than enough with God. I don't care what people think about you. I don't care how you feel. God is able to take you and use you and turn your world around. Let me tell you something. We're going to stand in agreement. I want you to know that you're more than enough with God. You see what happened to Jacob? He left home with a stick. He made a vow to God. God fulfilled what he said he was going to do. God is a promise keeper. He's faithful all the time. And let's close in prayer. Oh, precious Father, we ask you, Father, right now, for the places where there's rumors of wars, Father, that you put an end to it, that you let your people be in unity, because guess what? You sent your son in the world to give us peace. It's, Jesus says, be of good cheer, because he overcome the world, Father. We ask you, Father, wherever there's terror, where there's troubles, Father, that you st step in, Father, that you raise your children up to speak your word, men and women around the world, Father. Use them to make a change. I just thank you in the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we pray, man. Let me tell you something, family. I love y'all. I'm getting ready to go to TikTok. I got to, you know, I, I'm, I'm doing this thing on TikTok. I'm talking about, I trust the Lord. I'm going to go off because I got to talk about, I want people to know that God is a trustworthy God. You can trust him. I trust him. In other words, I give him my life for the rest of my life. I'm always going to tell you, stay encouraged. God love you and I love you. If nobody told you they love you today, Danny Hampton, love you. Have a blessed day. Bye-bye. Can't wait to talk to you again.